Welcome back to Beyond the Scope. I am your host, David Tolman, an entrepreneur and biomedical engineer in the digital pathology space. My co-host is Giovanni Lujan, a pathologist and associate director of digital and computational pathology at The Ohio State University. We have another special episode that we recorded live from DPA Visions in Las Vegas last October. Our guest is Savitri Krishnamurthy, a pathologist at MD Anderson, whom both Giovanni and I have had the pleasure of working with. Dr. Krish is a pioneer in emerging microscopy technologies for real-time pathology diagnoses, and she gives us a crash course on what that means, as well as discusses the billing initiatives underway to help increase adoption in ex vivo microscopy. Dr. Krish is also a very active mentor and shares her thoughts on training the next generation of pathologists to go digital. Beyond the Scope is brought to you by the Digital Pathology Association. You can visit www.digitalpathologyassociation.org for resources related to education, conferences, member benefits, and all the other great things to get you connected to the digital pathology world. Special thanks to my co-hosts Giovanni Lujan and Abby Norris for their help in the planning and production of this podcast. Here is our guest, Dr. Savitri Krishnamurthy. But my journey went from just whole slide imaging into next generation digital microscopy tools, which was then I became like a leading investigator of that. So that was entirely digital where you can get from the tissue HNE like images. So in that journey, I have now graduated into doing AI studies. And my first AI study uh, predicting response of triple negative breast cancer to chemotherapy is what I completed that fetched me a patent and a license agreement between MD Anderson and the sponsor. So Thank my you. journey, yes. So I have two patents in digital, one for uh, real-time imaging of cytology specimens, and the other is this triple negative breast cancer predicting response to neoadjuvant chemotherapy. Wow. So that's a very interesting journey. So you went from being a very well-rounded, yes. traditional yes. analog pathologist, yes. now to being a very well-rounded. Yes, it's a very interesting journey. I was a traditional, well-trained surgical pathologist, cytopathologist, trained from Sloan Kettering Cancer Center and MD Anderson Cancer Center. My entire career have done both breast surgical pathology, frozen section, cytopathology, done a lot of research, you know, you name it, single cell sequencing, circulating tumor cell, genomics, proteomics, I've done quite a bit. As I said, when scanners came, I was approached to do that multi-institutional prospective study and quickly understood the advantages and stuck with the digital kind of research, went through real-time imaging, then now we are. So that's my journey. Were you always open-minded to new technologies? Yes. I'm always open-minded about a passionate pathologist. Whatever it takes to make the field better for the patients, I'm there for that. Wow. Well, it's great, great conversation with you. Any other questions for Dr. No, I mean, it goes further than that. I mean, you've looked at a lot of the the advanced microscopy, slide-free technologies that are yes. emerging. So 
that's another area. That is an area that is untapped. So now I'm in CAP as uh, the vice chair of the Digital and Computational Pathology Committee. I intend to take that technology forward with billing codes, popularizing to pathologists and making sure that other pathologists also em start embracing. Awesome. To me, that's when you love your career, you love your profession, you embrace what's coming your way, and you run with it. Not only embrace it, but run with it and become a foster child of the future, even though you were already. Yeah, but one thing I'm alone. very, you know, at my stage, I'm very clear that I want to give back to the next generation of pathologists. So I am a very avid educator. People who know me, they know me as a great educator for them, both in surgical pathology, cytopathology. So it's my job to train the next generation. So there is a lot of buzz now that if AI tools come, how are we going to train my junior colleagues? And so I believe that the traditional light microscopic examination that we used to train, I have to now embrace digital modalities to teach and train them very well so that it's not like just using an AI tool and forgetting the basics of pathology because the fundamental basis of pathology is very important to be a successful pathologist. Whether AI comes, digital comes, it doesn't matter, but your knowledge of pathology has to be very sound to make the diagnostic decisions. Excellent. I work with I work with a few of our trainees too. They're all they all embrace digital. So yeah. Can personally vouch for it. Well, you're a great inspiration, I'm sure, yeah. for many colleagues. We have to teach them. Teach them. Yeah. So even last year, see, my fellow said that, oh, Dr. Krishnamurti, we don't want a Zoom meeting. We want to sit under the microscope and do slide cases, you know, teachings, uh, slide seminars, slide conferences. I feel I have to also change the mindset of my trainees and others to learn via the digital modality. And it's left to me yeah. to kind of say that, no, let's try teaching with whole slide images the same way that I teach you on the microscope. So that has to be done by people like me, I feel. Absolutely. What a great example. How do we get more people like you that are willing to train in that method and willing to inspire the next generation to um, be more open to digital? So let me tell you, even in the CAP meeting, I was asking people who have embraced digital in day-to-day -day diagnosis, primary diagnosis, and so on, that what do you think about the time taken for digital compared to light microscopic? So I work in a very high volume place with, you know, very, uh, the number of slides that you have to review in a day can be quite a bit. So, you know, when you tell pathologists who have like 15 surgical resections with like ranging from 15 to 50 slides and you say you have to sign everything digital, there is a lot of reluctance and a pushback. So in my view, this is the right time to incorporate digital with AI. Then the same pathologists who were reluctant to join in, I really think that they will join in. So it's my belief that moving forward, the AI tools coming in is actually a big boon to bring in digital pathology to even those practices that were very reluctant to get in. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe so. And, and also the people who did not have resources, now somehow they will bring the resources because it is an advantage to the pathologist to have the tools as an aid. Very well said. I completely, completely agree. And I think that that's 
this is just the beginning of this is just the beginning an acceleration phase of adoption now that uh not only ai yeah. but also um compensation within OCP yes. are in the so i think now the cap i look forward to cap working see the first introduction of the code is for getting paid for whole slide images i would think that successfully if we show utilization of the code the next step is to get some kind of reimbursement for using ai tools so that the revenue that is generated by the labs kind of is not on the loss side that they kind of get paid for using the software tools uh, and making a much better diagnosis with the aid of ai uh, better use of their time and uh, more accurate diagnosis i i heard i learned today that there were codes for for uh, evm already IBM. IBM. Right. IBM. A code for IBM came, but then because it was not utilized so much, it is on the brink of being removed. Is that like first like a cell visio type cell thing? Cell visio yeah. type thing and also for skin. Sure. Yeah, uh, like all the, 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 OC, the OCT. The OCT skin yeah. imaging. Um, but again, you see the utilization is not a lot. GI is not yeah. happening. Why do you think the utilization was so low? Was it the technology or was it the... I personally think the IVM was not a success because it went in the hands of the gastroenterologist and not the pathologist. <laughs> but if you look at it very carefully, it is very hard to give it in the hands of the pathologist because, see, it is the gastroenterologist right. who stand next to the patient and keep doing it. So, you know, it is very hard to envision a pathologist doing that. Right. So it is bound to not be successful. And the skin, you see the people who are using it are basically dermatologists, dermatopathologists. They are not dermatopathologists alone. They are not seeing the patient, right? The standard dermatopathologist does not see the patients with the skin lesion. It is a dermatologist who sees it. So again, it is a tool for the other specialties, right. not for our But EVM is ours. The user, the, the the users are the surgeons, the the GI people, yes. but you need the pathologist to yes. actually interpret the images, yes. and they were essentially trying mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say cut cut the pathologist out is isn't the right term, but they were trying to bypass the yes. pathology, do it themselves, and yeah. it just didn't. Yeah. I think that is what it is, yeah. and in my view, EVM we need a billing code because. Many people will use it for frozen section, core biopsy, adequacy, uh, things like that. There will be, uh, it will be easy for pathologists to embrace it. But the, but the problem in the EVM field is that, see, there are many technologies, each vying with one another, saying, I'm better than you, I have this. And, so then how would you choose? Would you like to explain, maybe some people don't know what EVM Yes. Okay, EVM is ex vivo microscopy. We also have given the term of next generation digital microscopy. These are light-based technologies that are entirely digital that allows you to view a tissue with or without staining with extraneous dyes like fluorescent dyes. So you could do it uh, using fluorescent dyes or not using fluorescent dyes. So obviously when you use fluorescent dyes, you get better images and you can do, uh, you know, coloring of the pixels with what is called as false coloring. So once you use a fluorescent dye on a tissue, you can uh, 
color the cytoplasm and the nucleus with different colors and get a digital image that looks like an HNE instantly. So just by using a fluorescent dye on your tissue in real time with fresh tissue, you could get an image like HNE and the advantage is you could do remote viewing. So somebody has to just scan it for you, but then you can look at it from anywhere, even on your cell phone. So there are many different kinds of uh, ex vivo microscopy or next generation digital microscopy tools, but they are not very mature for prime time use uh, because it is at an investigational stage. Investigators are testing it, reporting it, showing the advantage, disadvantage, and there are no billing codes and all that. So I think it is left to us in the field to take it further and to select the best one for our needs in pathology, be it search path or cytopath. You're a teacher by excellence. That was a wonderful mini class. Yeah, that's what I did my PhD on and she summed it up in 30 seconds. That's marvelous. I So I think everybody learned. I'm very good. Everybody learned. Thank you so much for, for yeah. stopping thank by. You. It's a pleasure. Say hello and say hello to to our listeners and viewers. And... Uh, hello, everybody. I hope uh, you benefit by listening to the conversation. And, uh, you know, all of you guys, it's a small world for us in pathology. We are all there to connect, mm -hmm. to talk, communicate, help each other, support each other. So I'm always there. <laughs> we are always learning. And it's very nice when we can learn in person from one another. Yes, uh, I believe like in team. I believe in a camaraderie. So I'm passionate about pathologists and I'm there for everyone. She certainly is. I have the pleasure of working with her in the digital and computational pathology community. Yes. Yeah. We become friends. <laughs>